Okay, welcome to Talking Tough, episode seven, or something, just about something ten. Yeah, we've had a couple of weeks out now, haven't we? Ah, the bank holiday, no. we missed it, we missed it a couple Broke of times. It, didn't we? I think, to be honest, it was because it was my birthday, it was the first time we missed it, actually. And it's not because I was celebrating hard, because we were in it, but it all yeah. happened. But that was the, that was yeah, the second, it's been busy, two weeks. Busy time, yeah, and then just uh, struggle to get time to, to sit down and do what I think. But good job we have done today, because we've got uh, another guest on. Rolling through these guests now, some of you will know. What's going to be? What's your name? Oh, well, <laughs> I think that's. Uh, yeah, I think, we a, I think we'll stick with just. Just Mark. Mark. Just Mark. For just Mark. Just Mark. That's yeah. all he is. Just Mark. <laughs> Make your mark. So, um, for those of you uh, who are in house and listen, um, you will have met uh, Mr. Mark Cooney, who's come on board recently. Who's going to be? Who's with us full time and. Has led some uh, pretty horrendous sessions so far. I think for in the point, <laughs> I, I mean that in the standpoint of it's been quite hard work, not the fact that he's a terrible trainer. So that's, <laughs> let's get that cleared up. But um, yeah, there was quite a lot of feedback after one of your first sessions, Mark. That's it was, uh, yeah. be honest though, you've got to enjoy a little bit of that, a little bit of like oh, that was horrible. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, it's just it's nice to have some feedback. At, you know. See, this is this way he's one of these, uh, I pretend to be nice people. At the end of the day, you've got to remember, personal trainers have either been bullied in the past or just got a slight sadistic problem. Um, I think that Rob is a slightly sadistic male. I obviously had issues with being very sure in the past and I've now taken that back in a step of power as being a personal trainer. How can I make people upset? Let's do it. Mark's playing the whole... I'm going to be nice, but I reckon six months down the line he'll show his true colours. Um, not just, just the strong colour of white that he's showing at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, the sun should hopefully help with that. We'll, uh, yeah, fingers crossed. So um, I, I think let, let's, let's just put him on spot. Let's really. get, yeah, well, get a little backstory if possible and see where... <laughs> I've got a great one. No, let's, uh, let's, let's hear yours, Mark. Let's go for it. Yeah. Tell us a bit about yourself, Mark. A bit about me. Um, well, I started personal training when I was 19, sort of 20. Um, what do you want to know, really? That's well, tell us well, where, where did you start your training? Oh, what yeah, were you no, into training? Right. No, I started down in um, at Gosling Sports Park in Wellington City for a little while. I was there for a couple of years. Um, did well, I was pretty full on there to be honest with you. We started boot camps and stuff like that, so I, um, I was heavily involved with boot camps and stuff. That's where I started powerlifting, um, started competing around that sort of time when I was about 20. Or so. Um, Any good? Yeah, well, yeah, it went away. Um, did progress eventually to the British Championships and then World Championships, um, which was, you know, really, really good, really good experience. Intense? Very intense, yeah, it was hard. It's a different sort of life competing, as you, you know, like with your physique and stuff. Um, it's, I've, uh, yeah, it's, it's hard to separate, like, obviously. You've got your work life, you've got your family life, and you've got obviously competing. And obviously competing, you want to do the best, you want to be the best at that time. So it's, uh, yeah, it is intense. It's hard to juggle everything around that as well. You know, with your food, with obviously getting your training sessions in, uh, periodizing as well, and actually getting getting there. So yeah, that, that was quite hard. Um, but you know, it was great experience, love doing it, we'll do it again. Um, but yeah, and after that, obviously, um, moved up to St. Neitz area, and that's where I met Josh. So we're not a couple, by the way. We're not a couple, no, no. <laughs> but moving together. No, but we did live together. We did live together. Yeah, yeah, we did. 
for a little bit. Hey, um, we had steak and eggs for breakfast. Yeah, we, we, we were just living like the kids. dream. Yeah, we, we were living the dream back then. Eating, yeah. eating machines, eating machines, training. training. Uh, yeah, bit of PT in between, I suppose. Yeah, that, that went away really, didn't it? That <laughs> yeah. Slowed us down, cleaning swimming pools and looking after yeah. pensioners, but we, we did it, didn't we? Yeah, yes. we did that, I fucked in that. And uh, yeah, no, it was good, really good time. Um, obviously, met my uh, met my wife at, at that sort of time as well, and um, had to move away and moved away from her work, and you know we uh, we went to settle down, buy a house, you know, have a family and stuff like that. So yeah, it, it's hard. So PT became sort of like uh, an evening and weekend thing for me, and I had to go back to doing what I was doing before personal training, which is fair enough. But so I had a little bit of a, a, a break from full time PT, and it just turned into part time, sort of like evenings, weekends, uh, weekends in the park when it was cold and it was raining. Yeah, it was yeah. great fun, but you know, I had some great clients, fantastic clients, and you know, they'd be doing it whatever the weather. So it was all good. Um, and then obviously, you had to have this fantastic opportunity for me when we when we decided to move back to be closer to family. Um, yeah, had this fantastic opportunity. Thought I had to take it and to get back on board, you know. Living the dream with steak and eggs and stuff like that. Yeah, two weeks in, and that's <laughs> not happened yet. So. <laughs> I will provide steak and eggs in the moment. We've got tuna. We've got tuna. Tuna and sweet corn. You're going to be risking your, risking your stomach there. Yeah. Josh cooking your steak and eggs because you'll probably cook them Saturday and just forget to put them in the fridge. Bring yeah. them in anyway on the Monday. <laughs> I've got the steak and eggs. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's luxury food. We won't see Mark for another four days. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he hasn't got the iron stomach that I've, I've, I've built yeah, up over these stomachs. You've built so. up a yeah, solid I've got a pretty stomach. solid stomach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's been, what, we've been, what, four years on the going and we've never had any sort of hot food, have I, on the lunch. <laughs> I've just been anything cold. You, you cooked it and left it and then... It's a good chance it may have been out for a day. It may yeah. have been done fresh that morning. That's, that's, that's it may have been put into the box hot and then I've put it straight into the fridge, which is also a uh, big no-no. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm standing strong. I'm not going to say that... Go against the grain. I've had a couple of wobbles in, in the Yeah, in the I, I, I wouldn't recommend it, but... Yeah. <laughs> not, this is, not this a health tip. Yeah, this isn't nutritional right. advice. Don't prep food and leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> prep before... And this is a key tip. You should always prep and not be like I am, because otherwise you could be in some serious stomach troubles. Yeah. Um, yeah. But talk about tips then, okay, Mark? I always like to... I think we always like to hear people's like sort of top tips in the industry of whether it be... Nutritional, fitness related, you know, exercise related. What would you say? Like, okay, I think a nice one to, to start. Two key things that would you would say are the most productive for for being for getting results with your training, not your diet, but with your training. Two key things you think would make people productive in their training. I think, firstly, you kind of need a plan of action. Like, you need to know what you're doing in the gym. Yeah, like when you go to the gym, is I've I've obviously you know going back to obviously where I've come from and that I've worked in commercial gyms before, and you know I see a lot of people going in like oh what do I train today, you know just making it up on the spot mm-hmm. oh let's do a bit on this machine do a bit on that machine, are you going to get anywhere? You're doing something which is better than doing nothing, but at the same time you don't know what you're doing. You don't. There's no track in there. There's no. You know, no consistency. One week you might be doing a bit of bench and then you're like, you know, the same day you're like, oh, well, I did chest last week. I'll do chest again. But well, we, we know the, the routine of, uh, mo- I say, nine times out of ten commercial members will go, commercial gym members will go through 
bit of a circuit of the gym, maybe. So yeah, do, yeah, do a bit of this, warm up on a CV yeah. machine, maybe a bit of a cycle or a elliptical trainer. Go around the machines, just doing maybe their basic three sets yeah, of ten. Just three sets of ten. Of every machine, they almost if they get if they get bored, they go around the whole circuit, do maybe a little bit of CV at the end, twenty minutes, and that be them done. Elliptical. Yeah. Let's yeah, go back to that. Have you ever elliptical. sat on an elliptical? Elliptical. Well, I haven't sat on one. Yeah, like, stood on one. I've yeah. <laughs> not yeah. sat on one. But... Yeah, it's the old cross trainer, yeah. Oh, right, I thought yeah. you were on about the, uh, what, the, the where would we go? Oh, the hand bike. Hand bike. Hand bike. Like yeah, the, but that, yeah. I thought that's what they cast as elliptical, though. Nah, no, This is a fitness professional right here. I'll be honest with you, it's keeping me away from it. It's also cardio. I generally like that. It's probably one of the worst machines, to be honest. It's not a great thing to go You're not going It's like, how many calories do you really burn just going around and, like, a. It's almost like motion. Once you got it going, it takes you around, doesn't it? So it's those cross trainers. I wouldn't recommend, but there's a hell of a lot of better ways to, to get fit. Anyway, elliptical trainers. Yeah, there you go. I you. So I thought elliptical was where you sat down with the arm, like the hands, like sprinting thing. You know, where you get your arms around. Mean, yeah, I thought that class elliptical. I knew the cross trainer being obviously as a cross trainer. They've knew class is elliptical. I've learned today. Winning. There you go. You're never, too, you're never too. Uh, too far down the line to learn something that's very right. basic apparently mm. old school show my colours um, yeah. so in terms of having a plan then yeah. what I mean that for me could mean numerous things right so it could just I mean, be having your sessions booked in to come into like what well, obviously our members don't necessarily know what they're going to be doing each session yeah we, they know they're yeah, going to be training we, mostly whole we body plan it for them yeah but yeah exactly yeah, so that's exactly. taken out their hands and so they don't the have session, to know we, yeah. what to do when they come in they just got to make that booking but for their plan that is to make the sessions. So if you're on a three sessions a week, your plan might be, right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you, you make those sessions and you work hard in them and that's your plan cracks. Well done. However, if you were to be a commercial gym member and go, right, I'm going to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but don't know what you're going to do there, that's another sort of cat the fish that yeah. people so, struggle with. Yeah, try and break it down. Again, another thing I would do is probably maybe a split body routine. Um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, just change it up. You know, you might do upper body, lower body, upper body. Next week, you might do lower body, upper body, lower body. Yeah, see, this. I mean, there's a like hundred different ways that we say can do it and keeping. I think, I think what you're saying there though is good in terms of keeping it interesting. So it doesn't always have to be because I know that some people can get even just like a four week program, as we know, like we do it with people who do like motorcycles. And if you do the same movements for like four weeks or something, like say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for instance. But you do the same thing on a Monday for four weeks on the bounce. Even that people get bored of that. So you know there there are ways of. I think there's. I think there's. Keeping it interesting. You know, keeping it interesting is huge. But then also having. It's it's good that you said that. I mean, it moves on to my next sort of fitness step is actually mixing it up a bit because yeah, if you're in there doing the same old thing every time you you know you you're always going to get the same results if you've always done what you've always done. Yeah. You're always going to get the same result, which is yes. If you're not changing the stimulus, you're not going to. Yeah, exactly. You want to change the stimulus. Yeah. So it goes back to the said principle, doesn't it? You know, you need your body will adapt to the imposed demands that you place upon it. Yeah. So you need to be changing it up every so often. You need to be increasing your weight, increasing the load, increasing the poundage on the muscle. Yeah. Over time. So again, it's it's, it's planning, but at the same time, it's you've got to keep changing the stimulus to get results. Yeah, definitely. And as you say, there's multiple ways of doing that stimulus change because. Yeah. You know, like for instance, when you were doing your powerlifting, for you know, say yeah. terms, you were actually probably doing some very key fundamental movements week in, week out. But yet yeah. your 
change oh, the stimulus. Changing the poundage. But, yeah, but, but they say, but that was poundage, that was time under tension, that was speed yes. work, there was, but yet your movements may have been pretty much a handful. You know, there's yeah, not yeah. Always, you know, you weren't doing a, uh, a kettlebell press on a BOSU ball to increase your squat, for instance. You know, there wasn't any of these crazy movements. Proven to, you know, proven to put pounds on your squat, that. <laughs> <There's> a, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> One legged balancing squat on but a BOSU you, you ball. You see it a lot because it's a, it's a pretty movement, right? Like, people think it's a, an yeah. attractive thing if you can. Because basic body weight squatting or with, or kettlebell squatting or whatever it may be is just not as interesting, is it? That's yeah, I mean, it, like, yeah. You, but it you, gets a hell of a lot more. Yeah, as you can say, you can get a lot more out of it, right? And and but as you say, so changing the stimulus could either mean yeah, adapting, changing movements potentially, or changing the speed, the yeah, reps, the, the reps, tempo, the weight, tension, yeah, under tension, all these different things. Um, and I think that's that's a cool way of doing it. You know, I, I actually had a new guy come in today, which is very rare. I don't often have new people come in because you know I've got a pretty pretty solid client base which I love uh, and we work with and we do stuff but a guy a good friend of uh, myself and my brother and I just showed him uh, just not being funny just the to work at tempo it's something he'd never ever thought about he said I generally just go through the movements and I said have you ever thought about you know the bottom of of your bench as such because he was almost bouncing off his chest not it was almost just a classic bench you know when you see guys who maybe don't really bench regularly you know nearly sort of you know, up to the neck when they come in real high, real sort of wide grip, no, you know, you know, rotation and stuff. And, and it was almost bouncing off the rib cage. And I was sort of like, you know, I went to think about this now and just slow it down and actually almost hold it for a second at the bottom of the movement. And then actually think about squeezing your chest, rowing it in when you're coming down and things along those lines. Just a couple of little things that we probably take for granted and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. he said that eight reps at that weight was 10 times harder than the eight reps he'd just yeah. done literally about two, three minutes ago, which he just banged through. Didn't he? And he said, add more weight on. The first thing I did was say, no, let's change it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't think I could do it anymore. So it's crazy, right? Because I, I, mean, I remember you actually came up with a story the other day, Rob, when you were working somewhere else and that the guys had like 60 kg dumbbell shoulder press or something <laughs> crazy or whatever. And you're like, animal. But you got <clears> to just doing change like quarter, yeah, quarter or half reps almost. Yeah, and you get them to just change Half what the they were doing. Half the weight, full reps with a bit of a yeah, one and a half rep scheme going on. Yeah, and they struggled. Yeah, definitely, and, and that's and it's just it's those sorts of things. Ego I think, things, and well, when you're looking at the guys, especially younger age, twenties, thirties, whatever. Maybe not so much in the thirties. It's more the younger guys. There's a bit of an ego thing about lifting the heaviest weights in the gym and just doing more and more and more. But and the skinniest no, vests. That's always scary. yeah, exactly yeah. Be really miss the skinny vest. That was a big, big no, thing from last year. There's no structure to the training, you see. Yeah. Um, it could be related to anything, really. It could be related to um, people going out running and just putting their trainers on and running and running and running, trying to get more distance under their belt when they'd be better off taking the mileage down and doing some speed work. And that's why short sprints and walks yeah. and like those little apps loads of ways to vary. Great. Yeah, that's the like, couch to five. Games. Yeah, those things are great because they actually give someone some structure. Some well. But also, it's it's not about going right. Let's go run as hard and far as we can today. Mm. Ah, I'm wreck myself tomorrow. Run as hard and far as we can today. Ah, wreck myself tomorrow because there's no consistency and 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 that's a I think that's a massive thing. I mean, I know it with even certain people I know are in the industry and stuff um, and people that even know about ellipticals you know more than what I know and <laughs> and they still go they still go into a point of they will work at an RPE of 10 like every time and it's like you're not doing it and they're like ah, you know I'm so sore or oh, I can't do anything or my body just feels drained 
So then they'll have to have resting or, or not doing anything for like two or three days. And it's like, look, just let's drop it down a touch, get some good form, get some, you know, get some good quality reps through, come again tomorrow, do, maybe, you know, say, say like Mark suggested, maybe yeah. do a different body part or a different section of the body, do that, and then come back to the following day if you want to. So you're keeping frequency, volume, uh, getting that change, but also are able to do it uh, and not completely feel wrecked in your whole body because it does have a huge effect on your central nervous system and things, you know? Yeah, and like, if you're then being, you're going into the gym or you're running, as you say, and you're smashing out as far as you can possibly run and you come home, you feel completely wrecked. Well, unfortunately, we've all got the rest of our lives to live. It's not, mm. you know, we're not at that point where we just get to go train and go, right, okay, that's me, done for the day. Soak it up in a bath, you know, bit of food delivered or whatever. You have to get up, you know, you have to do other stuff. So you've got to look at your lifestyle and yeah. get that real sort Working of... Working a percentage is, is key. For, for a lot of people, a lot of people don't do that. Um, they, I, I, they, they go flat years. out, and yeah, I mean, lifting weights is easiest thing to relate this to because people, most guys in the commercial gym, will go in and just try and lift heavier every yeah, week as much as they can, yeah, until they can't do it, and then they hit a plateau, and then they either give up or wreck one, themselves. Yeah. But yeah. we know that the best training programs are always at percentages, and they vary up and down to, and you, you probably go through a whole strength training cycle, never really getting close to to heavy, like to your maxes. It'll be tough. The, the reps will be there, but at a percentage of your your max lifts, and and over that period of time, you'll actually be progressing under the surface as such by doing these percentage lifts and get stronger. However, you never really get to the never just go under the bar 100% right next week, 105% what 110%. Yeah, with your powerlifting, you've been just doing one rep every every session. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one yeah. rep. Yeah. Ten minutes. Do, or, do one rep. Walk well, away. Come back yeah, in again tomorrow. Yeah. Done. My, yeah, that sounds done. like a great program. Yeah. Come all over. Yeah. One rep program sounds like my sort of program. To be honest. Yeah. Warm up. One rep. Done. Done. Happy days. Go eat. Yeah. Um, so that's training. Then let's. Uh, I guess I, I always think this one's an interesting one because I think there's so many different views on food, and I'd love to know what you're just one. I don't want multiple because there's so much out there. What do you think is the one thing that, for someone who was, I don't know, competing or, or following some sort of nutrition plan or dieting, like, I'm only saying competing because it's something you've done in the past, how do you think, the, or what tip would you give someone who's trying to get a focus on something, just one tip, well, how, how could, what could they do to, to, to benefit them or to give them, what would you advise from your experience you found the best? Uh, to help someone with that sort of side of things in nutrition. In terms of nutrition, yeah, meal prep is key. It's the big thing. Yeah, right. it's it's it is hard. I must admit, it is hard to to prep your meals up for the next day, especially when you've got a really really busy day, a big busy schedule ahead of you. Mm. Um, you know, whether you do it at night, whether like you get up early in the morning, and you've done that book in the past, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you've had to get up really early, prep your meals for the rest of the day. It really is key because. If you don't prep, you, you're not. You, you don't know what you, where you're going to go. Just come you know? to the, I mean, the quick fix. Sort of exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like oh, uh, drive past the petrol station, pop in here, grab a, a sandwich and stuff like. That. It's yeah. not. Are you really going to hit your macros? You know, are, are you tracking them? You know, are you really going to hit your macros by going for the fast fix? You know, the quick stop off sandwich. Um, apple, you know, that sort of thing. Bag of crisps. Uh, yeah, yeah, bag of crisps or, you know, yeah, or some people are like, oh, well, I've got, I've got a handful of nuts here, you know, just, I feel a bit healthier if I've got a handful of nuts, I've got like some fruit. Again, and it's, it's just remembering that 
you know, in the fruit, you, you're gonna have a lot of carbohydrates, there's a lot of sugar in your fruits. Um, a lot of people do whack a smoothie on in the morning and then don't realize how much carbohydrate are actually in the smoothie, you know, and then they're, they're whacking that down and thinking, oh, that? I've just put that into, at the end of the day, come to put it into, I don't know, my fitness power or something and uh, realize, oh, I'm well over on my carbohydrate intake. Like, you know, yeah. I've, I've smashed so many calories today yeah. just through... Bread crisps. You know, food, yeah, exactly. That you, to be honest, that's, that's a small percentage of people who actually do track. A lot of people will go... Yeah, people will, won't. They, they won't realise why they're not being able to shift weight, but they're going to grab four or 500 calorie sandwiches. I know now yeah. it's, it's a little bit easy to recognise the calorie intake because they'll have like a red yeah, thing on the front. And, yeah. But you've still got to make... You've still got to actually look at that. It's quite small print. You've got to read it. You've got to know certain ingredients in those sandwiches so not say that they're terrible choices but there's some some decent quick snacks out there however you can really avoid all these sort of unnecessary calories that you shouldn't really be taking in if you want to lean up for instance that's your goal there um by just food prepping yourself a meal before and so i can't remember speaking to someone recently and they said oh yeah i struggle because i'm always out on the road i'm always in my car i was like oh what about a cool box had no answer to it. It's like if there's a solution straight away. You can't say that you can't get a decent meal in to take with you because it. you can just chuck a cool box in. My, my thing that I've got that you know, um, a company called Prepton Packs. Yeah, that did it were picked up, and and there's all sorts of different companies that do it. You know, uh, actually a was solution brilliant. Around and, and like when we went to like London, where I did different things, yeah. it was it was brilliant because I was like. It was actually probably the first time that the food was being refrigerated and still properly <laughs> since, uh, since being, but, um, but it worked really well. And yeah, don't get me wrong, you know, I know it's not everyone's sort of cup of tea to pull out a box on, on the train and eat in front of people, but if it means you know you're what? getting somewhere, even just a couple of times a week, yeah, it's it, not like you're doing it all day, deal? every day it, sort of thing, but, but you, then it's the only, it's the same as pulling out a sandwich on the train, isn't it? You know, yeah, yeah. A, a, a sandwich that you've picked up from the the train stop, look, the yeah. station. It, you know, it looks difference? a bit different, but it's the, it's essentially it's the same thing. And a lot it? of people will probably be half jealous because mm-hmm. it'll not be funny, but something that you've probably prepared and look good, you know, rather nice than just like Cajun yeah. chicken and rice oh. and some vegetables, rather than. Yeah, packet sandwich it. from Boots or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. and in in, you know, it's you, you get that down, and you'll know that you're doing something positive. And at the end of the day, who cares? Like, really, I think a lot of people probably have that perception that others are going to judge them for. Oh, look at that person bringing his food with them. Yeah, who said? Who, yeah, have you ever thought that though? I haven't. No, but no, that's, no, that's what I'm saying. But like, that's what we think. Going through. Uh, it's what you think of other people. You think other people are thinking, but have you ever thought? But then I got over that quite quickly. I'm just like. I'm just all about the food. Yeah. I don't really care yeah. that I'm eating out of a Tupperware box right now because it's either that or a cardboard box I've just bought a sandwich in. So yeah, <laughs> but I'm not really thinking oh, someone's looking at me like that rather than thinking, oh, I really should have done what that guy over there is doing. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, yeah. Food, 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 and I'm eating this soggy sandwich I've just picked up. You know, I'd rather be doing that over there. So the other, yeah, exactly. there's another way of thinking. Nobody likes a soggy sandwich, do they? That's terrible. <laughs> but the other the other thing is that obviously you don't do that and you don't pick up things you avoid all the snacks but then later on you get so hungry that just something else it's just you've got to, go, got to get something and then it's yeah. even worse for food or you just go through hours and hours of the day without even eating and or like I just get hangry <laughs> somebody sends you a freebie yeah with Haribo Salmo which is I'm assuming the German version of Haribo Golden Bears. Uh, companies send us samples of uh, some USB sticks in a nice presentation box in the in the bag. A couple of samples of Haribo. 
which is completely Six irrelevant. Bags of Harry, bit random, brilliant. But to be honest with you, <laughs> this is this has made my day. <laughs> yeah, it made my day. I'm such a my inner child, Gold which bears. I say inner child because I've been eating Harry Bow since I was a child. I've not stopped yet, but Golden Bears is Harry Bow free. Is, is the anything free is good, sweet but sweet choice when you're in the field or in, on a, any operations. Right, okay. Bags of Haribo, because they last long. Yeah. Just because no, they don't last that long. Because you scuff them. But yeah, literally just yeah. <laughs> what good energy? What type of Haribo? Well, it depends on the easiest one is Star Mix because they're yeah. just they're, there's no sugar involved and stuff. That's just, it, yeah. But then any in any hot environment, they just melted into one block of solid <laughs> Star Mix. Star Mix bar. Yeah, pretty much. We get those packets coming through from. Um, like welfare packets from home, people yeah. send parcels, whatever, and then anything that would melt, obviously, it's left out in the sun in big sort of containers. Things, yeah. but by the time it gets to you, things that can melt have melted and just formed into other things. You're just like <laughs> block of Haribo, brilliant, but yeah. What would your top height Haribo be? I don't know, I quite like the tank, fantastic. Yeah, they are good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know that much, but uh, yeah. I don't know if you can class Malum as Harry Ray. It is kind of Harry. It is Harry Ray, but I reckon they are terrible for you in terms of your, the the e numbers in them. Oh. It's like a how have they made that? The Malum, yeah. Them? Yeah, I don't know. I, they are I, they are good though. They're good, but I think they're probably one of the worst ones for you. I had an interesting conversation actually yesterday about um, with my friend who's he, I, if he comes out with this diet, yeah. And it goes viral because I think there's a good chance of it. It's one of those diets that everyone would want to be on because basically he eats so badly that now all he does is just adapt how badly he eats. Still eats bad, but makes choices. And he was saying to me, he was like, flexible diet, flexible diet, but still quite quite horrendous though. When we're talking about basically, his option was. Do I go for Harry Bowl crisps? Which ones are better for me? Was his right. option. So, but how it, does he make decisions? <laughs> this is, What's this is kind of, up? when he when he asked me, he was he was quite you know like Harry Bowl crisps. I was like, how much? What? Yeah, I was gonna say what what are you going for? And I'm pretty yeah. sure he meant. Cinema I mean the whole I mean the whole bag of you know whatever crisps or a whole bag of Harry Bowl Star Mix. Let's ask what. what What's, what's the best? Lauren's oh. opening, actually. Lauren, quickly. Yes, yeah, cool. They're coming in live. It's Lauren Mello. Haribo or crisps? You don't even know the context of the question, do you? Let's what's see what the answer is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see, see what the answer is. Haribo or crisps? Oh. It depends on the occasion or... Such a female oh. answer. Just Such a female snack. answer. Everyday snack, probably crisps. Everyday snack, probably crisps. Um, this this better. Well, I said if, if you're, if I, said, I said if you if you're trying to lose weight, mate, I probably wouldn't pick up either of those packs because you eat the whole lot, aren't you? And he went, I will eat the whole lot. I said, but bring Star Mix because I'll help you, which technically is helping your diet. Half the bag, Josh. half the calories. Oh, you are so selfless. So tip of the day, it's the final thing to, to end on. Bring a friend. <laughs> you any any dietary problems? Just come and eat your meal with Josh. Yeah, I'll half your calories straight away. Easy. Best diet going. Lauren is a crisps fan. Yeah. I used to love crisps when I was a kid, but I, I think it's just one of those things that you always have when you're a kid, don't yeah. you? Like you always have like Still sandwich packet to... crisps. Yeah, see, I was more chocolate a... bar. See, and that's why I've got silly chocolate cravings all the time. Uh, yeah. Mark, don't know really. Your wife packs your lunch, right? So yeah, she does. Yeah, she's pretty good like that. She's very good like that. Yeah, she doesn't put crisps in there. Good. Keep them away from the crisps. Right. So.
there's Mark. Um, say hello if you see him, you know, and uh, maybe ask him about some of his uh, previous competitions because I'm sure he'll love to tell you about them. So, uh, yeah, the guys keep reminding me. Cheers. <laughs> um, but we'll uh, we'll uh, check in with you soon, and uh, thank you very much. Peace. Bye bye. Cheers.